Anyone can develop negativity in their mindset. And all this means is that you can have negative thinking, which includes being hard on yourself and also setting yourself unrealistic expectations, which can feel like failure if you don't meet those expectations. And that's where the negative mindset begins to take up space in your head. My name is Dr. Asha Sefanit Wadasi. And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK, but I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After traveling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK, which is in the east side of the African continent. And I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here, and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast and this is episode 156. So I had to return to the UK from Malawi to attend to some business here. And would you believe it? No sooner had I set foot into this cold and miserable country, I've fallen sick. And it's not just a simple sickness. No, it's some major viral infection that has had me laid out for almost three weeks. And this made me miss the dropping of this podcast episode into its usual slot. And for that, I apologise. I know out there in listener land, I have regular listeners who look forward to the casts dropping at their usual time. Still, it's the first time in almost four years that I've been this late. And whilst better late than never, it still troubles me enough to apologise because a schedule is a schedule. But it also kind of got me thinking about how to change your mindset to positivity when it feels like everything around you is falling apart. Over the last three weeks since coming to the UK, I've been very sick. And as you may know, because of my sickle cell status, the slightest viral infection multiplies two and threefold when I'm sick. And it really does knock me back. And with so much work to do for this podcast and with my coaching program students and my Arise alumni students, it was the podcast that suffered. And missing my publication date, even though it was for the first time ever, left me in danger of allowing a negative mindset to take over. Anyone can develop negativity in their mindset. And all this means is that you can have negative thinking, which includes being hard on yourself and also setting yourself really unrealistic expectations, which can feel like failure if you don't meet those expectations. 
And that's where the negative mindset begins to take up space in your head. And I, like everyone else, I'm also guilty of this. When you're trying to get to your best life, every inch of your day is dedicated to that pursuit. Whether it's going to the day job to raise the resources to put into your best life plans or whether it's taking care of some other life problem to make space to focus on your best life pursuit, or whether it's just thinking about what your next steps will be, or actioning your next steps. These are all steps you take towards getting to your best life plan. And when things are out of sync, like when you're unwell, your brain will be working overtime on the things you have to do. And that right there is where the problem starts. When you're firing on all cylinders, the things you have to do generally fit into your usual daily, weekly or monthly routines. And everything has its place and needs to work like clockwork. And when it does, things tend to work out fine. Because you're in a positive space, if you don't get through your list of to-dos, you are still positive because nothing is getting in the way of your plan and the clarity of thinking you have about your plan is still intact. But this isn't the case when you're ill. When you're ill to the point of not being able to function, one of the first things to fall apart is your routine. And as you tell yourself that you're falling behind with everything, you begin to focus on that, on falling behind. And this then causes negative feelings. And in some instances, those negative feelings can affect your mindset so much that you begin to doubt your path or begin to doubt you have chosen the right path. Or you completely give up on your path because the effect of ill health has made you feel that you have lost so much time or you've fallen so far behind or that everyone else or everything else has moved on so much without you that maybe, just maybe, your best life plan is not for you after all. And instead, you should just sit down and just be satisfied with your lot. And when you're sick or just off your game, There are plenty of people around you who will help you to hold a pity party. In fact, research tells us that we likely see more people coming out to tell us why we shouldn't be doing something rather than why we should take that leap of faith and just do it. And that happens because most people are scared of stepping outside of their own comfort zones to take risks to go after their dreams. And that's where I hit my head against the wall and decide, no way. I've come too far to allow negativity to take up space in my head when negativity is not paying rent to be there. No way. And if this is you also, and you resonate with what I'm talking about here, then besides sickness, which is what has blown me off path, Here are nine other things to look out for that could get in the way of your joy and try to hijack your positive mindset. Look out for them and cut them off at the knees. 
The first thing to knock your positive mindset is when things have gone wrong for you in the past and the shadow of that past negativity tries to creep up on you to affect your perception of how bad things are. Spot it and kick it out. Yes, things went wrong in the past. And yes, you will have some memory of that experience. But now is not then. And you, you have grown from that experience and you now know to do your checks to make sure you are stepping correct. The second is your confidence or lack of it. That confidence thing can make you think that you don't have what it takes to do your thing. That confidence thing sneaks up on you and tries to steal your potential. And when that happens, your mindset will try to allow negative energy to occupy that space and worry you even more. Don't let it happen. Having a lack of confidence is a real thing, but it doesn't have to be a negative thing. If you want support with that, I can help. But in the meantime, surround yourself with people who value you and celebrate you. And look back over your past achievements, no matter how small. You did it and you achieved it. Then listen to positive music or go out for your favourite walk or cycle or do something that raises those levels of positivity. And then put all of that together and start raising your confidence from there and believing in yourself from there. Thirdly, remove the haters from your life. When you have negative people around you, they're like energy vampires. Because their own life has issues or because they're suffering some form of imbalance, those vampires will not want you to fly and will try to steal your joy at any given opportunity by delivering negativity into your mindset to bring you down. Now, some of these people may be in your friendship group and they may even be in your family or in your work colleagues. But the best thing to do is just to cut down the amount of time or influence the negatives have in your life and keep it moving towards positivity. The negatives will notice the difference and they will come looking for you. But if you're moving, meaning if you're doing something positive, you won't notice them as much. You won't have time to be dragged into their negative circle of influence. The fourth is not to be a hater yourself. Don't do that. When things are not going to plan, there is usually a perfectly good reason for that. And at that time, it's best to take stock and reflect. What you shouldn't do is start disqualifying yourself from your dreams by suddenly questioning yourself and questioning whether you are the right person to do your dreams. Stop it. Remember you are unique and no one can do what you do in the way that you do it, even if that someone else is doing the same thing as you. It's better to remember that it is your uniqueness that will make people want what you have to offer. And if you're working on your product, 
programme or service like we've spoken about, your audience is still out there waiting for you to do your thing in the way they want it. So stop doubting yourself and get back to you. The fifth is to stop setting yourself unrealistic expectations. If something has gone wrong, it's gone wrong. Trying to make up all the space you have lost when you only have half the time or resources to do it is setting yourself up to fail because you're setting yourself an unrealistic expectation. And really, you're also setting yourself up for the I told you so's when you don't meet those expectations. No, we don't do that. After the wrong has stopped going wrong, reset the plan. Get out that piece of paper and set out another plan with the time and resources you have left, not what you had. That's gone. But yes, you can get it back. Just set a realistic plan with what you have and get back to working on your dreams. The sixth is to eat healthily, stay fit and strive to have the best health you can. If you have health concerns that are bothering you, this can obviously cause negative thinking. Sometimes you have health concerns that are active in such a way that there is little you can change in the way you would love or in the way that would help you to get back to where you used to be. And that right there is tough. And there is no easy way out of that. There are huge problems and concerns that come with that. However, the way back is acceptance. Acceptance of who you are now. And once you've accepted that, acceptance of who you are now and the health that you have now. And remember, I'm not saying that it's easy. But once you've accepted that, you then have to work on having the best health you can with the health you have left. You never know when that great day is going to come. That day that you want to celebrate the life you have with the joy that you have. So the only thing you can do is to work on having the best life and best health you can with what you have left. So that when that great day comes... You are ready to embrace it and take full advantage of the opportunities that Great Health Day is offering for you. The seventh is to get rid of your overcommitment. If that's you, then you're out there carrying everything for everyone else and depleting your energy whilst they are getting on with living their life with the time you are buying them by carrying their commitment. What is happening in other people's lives is theirs. So give them back their life commitments so you can get on with championing yours. The eighth is to stop comparing yourself to others. I've talked about this before. Stop it. None of us know what is going on in other people's lives or what is going on behind their closed doors. Almost everyone I've ever known has faked it to look like they're making it. And that's not just financially. 
That's emotional faking, psychological faking, professional faking, social faking, and even and every other fakery you can think of. And every other fakery you can think of. What I'm trying to say here is that at the best of times, you never know who or what you are comparing yourself to because you don't know if people are showing the real them to you. So stop it and don't do it. Don't compare yourself to others. If you want to make comparisons, compare yourself with the great person you are now and the distance you have travelled compared to who you were and what you were doing five or ten years ago, and clock how much you have changed, and how much you have grown, and how much you have learnt from those life experiences. Then, set some new goals for the next five or ten years, and keep it moving. The next is your finances. This is always the one thing that seems to be in our minds, that money thing. I can't say much about this because we are facing the worst financial crisis in generations and the money we have is shrinking in value by the day. All I can say is that if you don't have enough of it, there is always something you can make, something you can do, something you can create, something you can build, something you can sell, something you can teach, something you can provide and something you can work for to get that extra money to try and make a way. When you're ready, let me know and I can help you with that. But you have to make the first move. And finally, the tenth thing that rots your mindset is your spiritual grounding. It's not about the religion you belong to or the God you serve. It's about the fact that we are all spiritual beings and whatever gives us life and whatever brings us joy is what we need to plug into to boost our mindset batteries. When we do that, we get renewed energy, which helps us to face another day. So do whatever that thing is and then get up, pat yourself on the back, eat something you love Do some healthy body work, sit down, get out that notebook and replan and refocus. And that's it. That's my top 10 mindset hacks to get you back on track and to stop you from overthinking and allowing negativity to take hold of you and steal your joy. These are the hacks I use to reset my mindset batteries. Remember though, What is for you will be for you, no matter what you do and no matter what you don't do. So if that's the case, all I want is for you to choose to fly. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and for this week, I'm 